Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. Um, it's Money Mondays, and on the line we've got award-winning CFP professional speaker and author, Gerald Mondambira. Good morning, Gerald. How's the weekend? The weekend was great, Bongani. Morning, Nala. And here, your conversation is deep um, is, around man. this um, mental colonial, um, colonialism. Mm, even the words, you know? <laughs> it's a deep word because even in a professional setting, I'm a professional financial planner. My question to our Radio 2000 family is, do you trust a black professional versus a white your, professional? Your in my general. experience, I have to deal with Google. I have to explain my surname, where I'm from, where I was born, explain my whole life story, through, throw books on the table, throw TV, radio, sure. before someone even trusts me. Whereas other people, they just walk in and they get the deals. And unfortunately, the mental and colonial control goes right through to professionals. Do you trust a black professional versus a white professional's advice and why? Yo, yo, yo. Gerald, as you know, we've got a new way now where people send voice notes and ask you questions. And this one comes through from Zoleka. Hi, Gerald. My name is Zoleka and I'm currently in PE. My husband and I can't seem to agree on our son's future high school. We have found a great school, but it does not accommodate our budget. That being said, my husband feels that we should opt for another school. I believe that we shouldn't compromise our son's education. We can rather sacrifice other commitments instead. What do you think, Gerald? Okay, um, in answer to Zoleka, it's quite simple. Education is not just a decision around paying school fees. Education is a lifestyle. Many times when you choose a private school, you need to be able to afford your child the lifestyle. They go on overseas tours, they go on trips, they do prize giving and sports every week. Are you willing to be there on a Tuesday afternoon supporting your child? Because you have to embrace the entire lifestyle. We cannot have this system where... You know, you think you're putting a child through private school, but you're actually damaging them because they're missing out on the full experience. Because the other children are buying PlayStation 5, and it's not a problem in their household. So be careful about the socioeconomic and psychosocial damage you do to your child by sending a child to a school which they don't necessarily fit in economically. Yes, it's a good decision in principle, but I agree with your husband. Rather send your child where you're comfortable and can fit in and can afford the fees for the entire time the child is at school than having to pull them out should life happen, as it often does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so true, because now you've paid the school fees, but they still don't fit in because they can't do half the activities. Great point, man. We've also got another one coming through from Portia in Secunda. Listen to this one. Hi, Gerald. My name is Portia from Secunda. I've just recently inherited over 600,000 rand from my late father. Now, the problem is that my husband knows that I've inherited some money and he thinks that it's just over 50,000 rand. We are married out of community of property with accrual. We have also separate bank accounts, and sometimes I feel guilty that he doesn't know that I've got so much money. Like, he doesn't really know that I've inherited this amount of money. I just need your advice. Should I tell my husband about this inheritance? But it is, uh, you know, I think money that is due to me. Or do you think this is um, financial infidelity? Does it become financial infidelity if it's an inheritance? I mean, please advise. Wow. Okay. This one is 
It's tricky, but in, in essence, it is financial infidelity because any money secret, anything to do with money, which you keep a secret, becomes financial infidelity. So secrets fall into infidelity. Me having a secret account, secret will, um, secret policy on your life, which you do not know about, um, is a form of financial infidelity. Now, I like what you're talking about. You're talking things which us black people are supposed to understand. Inheritance, generational wealth transfer, excellent. Um, but what are you going to do with that inheritance? Inheritance is supposed to be passed down. Most inheritances, um, they say 70% of inheritances are blown in the second generation, which is you, and 90% in the third generation is children. So you need to try and make that money go beyond your children. So plan around that inheritance. Second thing, um, you understand your marriage regime. Out of community with a crow, great. Explain to your husband that you have this money and tell him the actual amount. The fact that he knows you've already got it is, is, is important. Don't let money become an extra problem in marriage because marriage is already tough as it is. Tell him the full amount. How I would deal with it is possibly, you know, read his mind. If he's the kind of man who's understanding you, invest the money, or even say, Ubaba, help me to invest this. Make him make the decision, but lock that money away and use it for its intended purpose. Because once it's an inheritance, it's supposed to pass through generations. It's not for you to pay your debts. Um, if he is somebody who's going to be unreasonable, you know, the next plan would be given part of it. Because, you know, sometimes it's better to value him you know, give him a cut. <laughs> say, you know, this is your cut. You know, and we're done. And then you deal Bye. with my, I deal with the rest. Bye. You know, sometimes you have to make that compromise because there are some um, men who might not be as understanding. But in essence, put it on the table. Um, rather, bring in a financial planning professional to say, how can we make this inheritance last beyond our children? But and also... Start understanding generational wealth, yeah. I, I really appreciate what you're saying. And, you know, with the giving away of the cut, a lot of people, because they don't have money handling skills, they'll go and spend their cut and still come back empty-handed, uh, Wena Gerald. No, what do you do? True. Look, it's, it's about managing families. It's the same thing, Nala, where people know you're retiring and they know oh, you've been retrenched, you're getting a lump sum. People have got budgets around your budget, you know. So, so you need to really learn the power of that, those two letters, that word N-O, no. Rather be known in your family as, you know, the stingy one because you're building wealth. Wealth is there to be built. The system we operate in, the money system, was designed for wealth preservation because they got it, because they took people and they took stuff from a certain continent. We won't go into that one. However, yeah. we are into wealth creation. Wealth creation is all about income. How can we generate income so that our children don't have to walk the same path? So learn the power of that word, no. If you're having a hard time today, say no 10 times. Anyone who asks you anything, just say no. <laughs> Enjoy the power of liberation by saying no. Yes. Because yeah. if yeah. you I mean, not no. have control over that word no, you will always be a victim of circumstance. And we need, to, especially around finances, to have a focus. I like this one because it's an inheritance. Let's see if we can make it last beyond your children. Then we've done what your father wanted. Your father did not want you to buy, to pay your debt. That money was not for school fees. It was not to fix your car. That money was actually to say, you know what? I worked my entire life, and all I could leave you was 600000 Be angry. Be vocal. Be upset that your father worked 40 years and left you 600 k Seriously? The system is wrong. Sure. We're supposed to be living among millions. Be upset. Rather say my challenge is to create $6 million. 
Not 600,000. Gerald, thank you so much. And of course, if you want to uh, send through questions for Gerald for next week, Monday, you can send them to 060-584-2250 or you can find him on social media. Just tweet him um, at AskGeraldCFP. That's AskGeraldCFP, one word. Thank you so much, Gerald. We'll chat to you next week, Monday. Awesome. Thank you. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.